I've only got two choices and they're both pretty mainstream. What did you put? Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Rocky. Okay, I put Luke Skywalker, Rocky and the Karate Kid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so today we have fresh and stew, and we're gonna. Uh, sorry, <laughs> we've got to introduce him, man. We can't yeah. be like they know him. They they know from the last time, the favorite episode, actually, the most listened to episode as well. Mm. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. So we're gonna go through a list of different characters in movies, mm-hmm. or actors or actresses or whatever, and we're gonna kind of put our opinion out there. Because um, Stuart's a massive movie nerd, as you say. I think Your so. words. I think I'm so. a semi-nerd, kind of, what I like to think that I am. And Freshda is being educated yes. on the movie scene. Yes, because <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> but I quite like that I can... My favourite thing to do with Fresh is to show her movies from my childhood. Mm. I love to do that, that with she people. hasn't seen, and yeah. You want to watch their reactions and yeah. see how they react to the bits so that you loved as a kid. The last kind of... The few that we went through was Bill and Ted's Excellent oh, Adventures. What a film. Excellent. One of my favourites. And <laughs> I was like, I was so excited that she hadn't seen it. I'm like, you're going to see the best thing for the first time ever. And I think you appreciate it as an adult as well. My favourite quote from that is, strange things are a foot. Okay. <laughs> strange things are a foot. <laughs> like so okay. <laughs> wow, it's that Incredible. Because everyone sees Keanu Reeves as so serious and so kind of... Yeah. Kind of grumpy. Mm. But they're, they're time, making but... a third instalment. Yes, and I'm so excited. And that news literally just came out after she saw the movie, so she was Wicked. like excited yeah. with me. Awesome. Oh, God. It's really good. The first one was probably my favourite. Yeah, it got weird after that. It got weird after the first one. Yeah. Bogus Journey was okay. Yeah, it's, it's okay. a little bit, a little bit weird. It's a bit wonky. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. But I have to say, my list also includes TV shows. Okay. And not just films. Yeah, yeah. No, I think some of mine, some of mine are. <coughs> some, some did you get your nails done? Yeah, I did. Oh, damn, girl. You like them. We always have this debate before we, like, get our nails done. So her ones, bless her, started chipping away. Okay. Um, and then she got that done. I oh, got a Oh, nice. What'd you do, like, once a month? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I'm, I have to time it, so we're going to Scotland in a month. So I have to do one lot now and then do one lot just before I go so they're fresh for the trip. You see, my wife gets very frustrated. Yeah. Works in the NHS and scans. Yeah, she's not allowed. She can't do that. Yeah, she's Mm. not allowed. I remember um, I was doing a hospital placement in Paddington and I thought, okay, I'm going to be with new people for a week. It'll be really exciting. Get my nails done. Look all fresh. Got there and they were like, can't have them done. I had to take them off. Get rid of that, yeah. Paid like 20 quid for nothing. Oh, because it can chip off and can cause infection. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Shall we get the list started? It might not be in the same order, so you guys might have to like scroll. Oh, yeah. Do you want me to? Do you want me to facilitate this one? No, sure. I can scroll through the pages. Yeah. Pages. <laughs> the pages. Yeah, I kind of got kind of got pages off. Um, I so, just have like twelve. <laughs> the the first one I started off was best villain. Fresh can go first. Okay, so... <coughs> so be like, the guy from Mr. Bean. Legit. <laughs> so it's the guy from Skyfall, um, who's the evil guy in that. Blew my mind. The Skyfall, guy, Skyfall. The guy that had... Don't beady eyes. Did he have, to, uh, like, a face mask inside his mouth, and when he removed it, his face went all ugly? I think so. That's the one that I put, Javier Bardem, yes. and Raul Silva. Yes. Yeah, that's the one on my list. Good <laughs> answer! That was one of my lists. He's a good villain. He's that a good was, villain. He's, yeah. he's a really strong Bond villain. He was a really good villain. That was one of my lists. I literally said, Javier, Javier, Javier. Do you know what I loved in that film as well? It was the way that with him, they portrayed the fact that he was homosexual. Yeah. And that was the first time that had been done Yeah, like the villain actually has like a little spark for the actual yeah. hero. Kind of protagonist of the whole thing. Mm. So I, I put the standard ones, Palpatine, Vader... And Javier Bardem from <laughs> James Bond. What else did you put? Is that, it? that That was my kind of. I've got a few more, like, well, from this week, as I told you, Moriarty in Sherlock was yeah. incredible. Yeah. yeah. Or just so a general good. in all the kind of Sherlocks that have been done, Moriarty. Moriarty is a top villain in no matter what yeah. way, yeah. you know, what format. And um, in the BBC show, he's really all sorts of. Like, mm. he's he made. 
I was frustrated, like he made my blood boil just because I couldn't read him or I have this habit that I predict movies or TV mm. shows and I don't intend on spoiling it for anyone but mm. I always find that I can predict things yeah. but I respect a show where I'm literally just baffled and I didn't know where he was going or mm. what he was doing okay. or what so I loved that so oh. he was one of my game changer mm. what about yours? okay so mm. honourable mentions yes of course, Darth Vader. Yes. The mm. Emperor. Yes. Um, Bane from The Dark Knight Rises, particularly yes. the way Tom Hardy portrayed him. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'm not going to say The Joker because everyone would say The Joker. Mm -hmm. I think he's like number one on most people's lists. Mm -hmm. So now I'm going a bit... Oh, Hans Gruber as well from Die Hard. Oh, yeah. But now I'm going a bit left field mm -hmm. and I'm going to say The Truck from Jewel. The truck? What? The truck from Jewel. So I both want you to have a look at this. Okay. So there was a film called Jewel in yeah. 1971. Yeah. And it was Steven Spielberg's di directorial debut. Okay. It was the first film he ever directed. Yeah. And the villain in that film was a truck that was trying to run a guy off the road. This and you never saw the driver of the truck. So it meant that the truck oh. was the villain and not the driver. Oh. <clears throat> and Steven Spielberg... Um, spent quite a long time, I think a couple of months, trying to actually find the character that was going to play that truck. Mm. So we went to all these dump yards and, and all these like um, yards where all these vehicles were lying around and he spent ages trying to find the correct truck. Damn. And I believe it's a Peterbilt 251. Um, but yeah, that's not... A, it's a pretty... Uh menacing looking truck I'm not going to lie my, so I, I, my dad sat me down in front of that film when I was 8 years old and I was terrified by it mm -mm. and that is the impact that it had on me as a kid so that's why I've chosen it it's um, where, there's certain shots where you're looking in the rearview mirror and the grill is right up in the guy's face uh, yeah. Dennis Weaver is the only kind of real character in it yeah and mm. yeah it's an awesome film oh my god the budget for the whole film was uh, 450,000 it was originally made for TV oh, okay. and it was so popular yeah. that the company that funded it asked Steven Spielberg to go back six months later and record an extra 14 minutes to be able to put it into theatres. Oh, wow. And it, it did really well in the box oh, office. Nice. It. But that's not, that's just a, another honourable mention. Sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm going on. No, but, that's fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Pressure's like, rough. No, that's fine. I'm like, wow, there's truck one. Um, so my favourite villain is HAL 9000 from 2001 A Space Odyssey. Okay. Know it? I'm no, I know it. I'm not, I don't know it well enough, he, but I've seen a, it. He's a computer and he turns against... <laughs> you like villains that aren't like actual yes. people. <laughs> um, really so he's a computer and he turns against the crew. Ooh. It's, uh, it was directed by Stanley Kubrick. Okay. 2001 Space Odyssey. Check it out. It's a really, really weird film. Yeah. It, the ending is the most... You know the theme from yeah. it very well. Yeah. <laughs> you told me about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did tell you about yeah, it. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, you said. Yeah. You were like, oh, it's got away. Tell me to watch it. Because this was like quite a while ago. Yeah, this was like six months ago. More was than it? that. Was it? No, more than that. Jeez. Yeah, it was like it was summertime. It was me, you, and Chris. Okay. And someone had sent it through, and they wanted it in a presentation. That's right. And I was like, "What the hell is this?" Man? <laughs> and then Stuart turns around. It's like it's the best thing, like in the movie, like this yeah. the main part. I was like, okay, it's very well known. Two thousand one Space Odyssey. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, if you get check check it out. Um, that the ending of the film is probably the most talked about ending of a film ever, mm -hmm. because there is no real definitive answer to what happens Ooh. at the end of the film. What was that famous quote from the, the bot? Uh, so the computer says, I'm sorry, Dave, I'm afraid I can't do that. Oh. And then it's like, what, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's when he turns against the crew and decides oh. to go alone. Uh, but the image of the computer is just a, a red circle. Yes, and you'll know the image. in itself is yeah, quite yeah. menacing. Yeah. So, yeah. so there, there you go. Okay, I was waiting for more. <laughs> no, <sorry>. Right, <clears throat> best hero you guys it's like really my shazam <laughs> that's a new one like from your whole life, <laughs> whole life. your whole whole life that's minus the fact that you have a crush on him from your whole life your ultimate movie or tv show hero really 
Right, right. Is something that you watched like a few months ago because he's fit. <laughs> no, but he was funny. He kind of like he had all the kind of like. Yeah, but was it like life inspiring? Oh no, it doesn't have to be. But like. No. Okay, come back to me. I'll think about it. Okay. Okay. Might be inspired. By <laughs> no, it's fine. Awesome. Okay. So mine's are very predictable. If you know me, um, I said Indiana Jones oh, just because yeah. I'm obsessed, and it was my whole life, and. If if I wasn't from an Asian family, I would have tried to be something like Indiana Jones. I said, in yes. literally, I remember I was in year four. I was in the library. I was talking to my friend Michael, and I was like, I'm gonna be an architect. No, I'm an archaeologist. Mm. An architect. That would be good. Mm. Um, and I'm gonna go to these countries, and this is what I'm gonna do. And then he, and then he agreed. He was gonna be my sidekick. It was all gonna be a thing. Where is Michael? Okay. Michael, where you are? So is Indiana Jones your choice? Yes, and I said, and I generally, this is literally what I wrote, and I generally love Tom Hanks and everything he does. So, and he's always a hero in a movie, like, yeah. most of the time. Yeah. Um, so those are all my answers. Okay. Um, I struggled with this one. Yeah. And my wife wanted me to mention Spider-Man. So there you go, long Spider-Man, just for you. Um, <laughs> shout out. Bit of a shout out to... All public sector workers, police officers, nurses, <laughs> yeah. proper heroes. Yeah, they are heroes. But I've gone with the Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. It's from my childhood, yeah, and I have a very, very strong connection with the film and the characters from that film. Yeah. And what I loved is that they're just normal people. Yeah. They're no, that's normal true. People it's not that, like that go, in, go into business and end up saving the city. So, yeah, Ghostbusters. Okay, I still haven't thought of, like, best hero We can come back around. Yeah, okay. It could be some. It could literally be Mr. Bean. <laughs> like Mr. Bean. <laughs> Johnny English, all the way. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Johnny English. Why are you hating on Johnny English? <laughs> <laughs> the bit with the car scene, where it's like. Uh, uh, uh. No, it's <laughs> no, no, there's quite a few. Pretty there's little fun. things. There's little things. What about from your childhood? I didn't have a childhood. You were a child. I was a child. You loved Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah, I did. Got. Oh my god, maybe not. <laughs> Goku. <laughs> yeah. Goku <laughs> too. Yes, man. Um, yeah, no, my childhood was like consisted of like Cartoon Network, um, hmm. or it was just me just doing my own little thing, like climbing up walls. Like I would get into the, you know, the door kind of frame. Yeah. I would climb that. Oh, yeah. Like I didn't. Yeah, man. It was more. I never sat in front of a TV much, very much like that. Rough and, rough and tumble. Yeah. yeah, I didn't have myself. Like Power Rangers. Rangers. Um, all sorts. Powderpuff Girls. Yeah, mum. Powerpuff Girls all the way. Like, who was I? No, I wasn't Blossom. I was Buttercup. I don't know their names. <laughs> the green one. <laughs> I would expect you to be the blue one. The blonde one. Thanks. No. Well, that's not a... No, because she's, she's a bit... because <laughs> no, she's, she's a nice one. No, but she's special, Lily. Well, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. She's, she's nice. That's why she was the nicest one out of the group. I wasn't clever. So the I'm green really one was like a bit emo, and that's very yeah, she far was like, from what you were. But are. I did go through my emo phase where I did dye we my hair black. Did. We all went through that mistake. Emo Proper black hair. Can you imagine paying us? Yeah, paint. it was like so black it was blue. You know, that blue black kind of hair. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. I switched it up and I did black and red, and then red and black. Black and red can work, yeah. 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 There's a lot happening. That's why my hair's going all white. Um, right, this one I really struggled with is best female character or actress. actress. Meryl Streep. She's always been my favourite. That's a good shout. Thank yeah. you. That I, put, yeah. I said Meryl, obviously. I just didn't want to be too obvious, but she's fantastic. But also the girl from um, Killing Eve. She's yeah, really she's good. very good. Jodie, Jodie Comer's very yeah. good. Um, but she hasn't been in movies. Uh, like, she's doing it, some more now. Yeah, she um, made a very, very, very brief appearance in the latest Star Wars film. Yes, she did. Oh, okay, and the Chinese woman, Sandra Oh, she's yeah. very good. So I said, Canadian. like, for some reason, I'm really liking Jane Fonda's vibe right now. As she's yeah, gotten yeah. older, I mean, yeah. she was great when she was younger, but I really like her now. Mm. Um, I actually like the fact that she doesn't give a shit. Mm. And I like the vibe and her characters that she's doing are characters that like she wants to do and it's yeah, yeah. Of course. Um so yeah, I quite appreciate her now. But mm. yeah, anything that Meryl Streep plays or there's so many. Yeah, there are. Sigourney Weaver, Susan Sarandon. 
I have no idea who these people are. Um, I was thinking of, I think it was Sigourney. Is it Sigourney Weaver? She was in Holes. Have you seen Holes? Yes. She was the lead, she was the bad lady in Holes. <laughs> she was pretty good. What is it? Is that the one with um, Shia LaBeouf? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. So now I've gone for uh, honourable mention to Olivia Common. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, she's fantastic. Winona yeah. Ryder. Yeah. Um, particularly in her the way she portrayed Will's mum in mm. season one of Stranger Things. I thought mm. that was Oscar winning. The yeah. Worst. It just particularly season one. I yeah. thought that was mm. quite incredible. But I've gone with Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Um, because I thought when she played Ripley in the Alien films. Mm first actual real powerful female protagonist yeah. that I remember seeing on screen as a kid. And she was like badass. Yeah, she was mm. badass and yeah. she owned that shit. And yeah. so Sigourney Reaver was my only real choice for that one. Yeah. Mm. She, yeah, she's like, well, yeah. She, yeah, she's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you not seen the Alien films? <laughs> Please watch them. Her answer to most of them, which we'll find out more, she's like, I've seen bits of it. So now is the time where I'm just going to fill her head with I think movies. next week I might bring in about 55 Blu-rays for you to watch. Oh my God, and then we could just sit and watch them while you're working from home. <laughs> <laughs> During this um, I hope this room isn't being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> they can't control you. <laughs> um, best male character in a comedy or favourite male actor? I haven't got that one, so I'm going to have to think. So you guys carry on. Best male character in a did comedy. It, did you not say any best male comedian? Yeah, I'm just thinking what I wrote. That's one. Best male comedian um, or best oh, character. Steve Martin. I, was gonna, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Steve Martin is awesome. He's yeah. like a wholesome dad-like yeah. character of a childhood from mm. uh, Father of the Bride. Father of the Bride, Bringing the House Cheaper Down. by the Dozen. Claims um, trying to know my bills. Yes. I she hasn't seen that. that. <laughs> the joke. Have you seen the joke? No. Three Amigos. Man with two brains. Three Amigos, what Three a amigos film. Three Amigos is fantastic. <laughs> gonna make it. 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 Love that. So, um, like back in uni, it was usually me, Rice, and my cousin Smith. We um, were the Three Amigos. We were. Love that. And I photoshopped our faces. Into the Three Amigos. <laughs> Shit. Take a picture of it and show us oh, yeah, yeah. it. okay. It's literally on our fridge. My mum's like, put it on the fridge. That's awesome. But you won't reckon you try and see if you can find me. <laughs> okay. Um. I put uh Robin Williams. Oh yes. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, I put that down as well. Um a lot of that are kind Aladdin. of blank now, but yeah. Everything that he's done was hilarious. I mean he's an intense character, but when he when he passed away I felt it just because he did that kind of nineties phase when we were mm. growing up. It was loads of Robin Williams films. That's yeah. when he did, the, I feel like, the most work. And, um, yeah, that was pretty much my whole childhood. So when he mm. passed away, I was proper devastated. Yeah. Okay, so you just said when, when he passed away, you felt it. Mm. And so I'm going to relate to that and say John Candy. Okay. Because he passed away probably 10 years earlier. Yeah. Which is my generation. Yeah. I grew up watching John Candy. Mm. Um, again, playing Strange in the Automobiles, Uncle Buck. And so when it was he really passed sad away, uh, Home Alone, mm-hmm. the one who you know when the mum is stranded and then she gets in with a brass band. Oh yeah, yeah. Uncle Buck. Yeah. Guy. Yeah, John yeah. Candy. Yeah, big, he was he was big guy, Canadian actually. guy. Yeah. Awesome comedic actor and yeah. yeah. Well, also like Phil from um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uncle Phil. Yeah. Uncle, Uncle Phil. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he yeah. was another one that kick the bucket as well and he was quite yeah he was like a big part of my childhood yeah mate I grew up on Fresh Prince yeah do you know what I mean that was Colin Colin doing his dancing yeah that's the first thing I think of when someone says Fresh Prince yeah that's the one yeah man I got them moves (laughs) Um, right next one was best underdog I've only got two choices and they're both pretty mainstream what did you put Luke Skywalker yeah Rocky Okay, I put Luke Skywalker, Rocky, and the Karate Kid. Yes. <laughs> Those I, were my three. <laughs> okay, so my underdog was Steve Carell. Who? Steve Carell. From what? which movie? Or just generally? Just generally. Bless his little cottons. You think? Yeah. yeah. I don't know the case, though. The guy from The Office? The Office, The American Office, um, Crazy Stupid Love, um, 
Not Bruce, uh, Bruce Almighty and Evan Almighty. Evan Almighty. 40 year old virgin? Yes. 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 Him. I know. He's good in terms of the comedy, he, actually. Yeah, he's an comedy. underdog, yeah. I'll give you that. Because he's just like, I don't think he's done enough. I think he's done quite a bit, though. Really? Yeah. Like, he started off doing Four-Year-Old Virgin and The mm. Office and stuff like that. But now, I mean, and then he did Dad in real life. Yeah, I guess he hasn't done a lot, a lot. But yeah. The Office was a huge part of his career. Like That's huge. huge. Yeah. I've not watched The Office. It's hilarious. It's pretty good. So. I mean, I like the British one. I, I'm used to the British one, but the American one's pretty funny. He did a good job. If there was anyone to play that character, mm. he did really well. I can't. I have a, a, I have a problem with cringe comedy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Like, uh, One Foot in a Brave, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Oh. You're watching it and it's like... You I know, used to watch that all the time. I was going to... One Foot in a Brave. <laughs> like, you're watching it and it's like, something bad is really going to happen and I just don't want to see it. Yeah. Know, no, yeah, I know what you mean. I don't mean. like cringe comedy. Oh, okay. Yeah, The Office is very much that. <laughs> it is, it is. Um, best sidekick. You've put... Melissa McCarthy and Brian's mate. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. She was awesome. I get that. <laughs> she, was hilarious. she was disgusting yeah. and I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, she was really good. Um, I put Donkey from Shrek. Oh, yes. Because he was annoying, but in the first movie he was hilarious. Don't know if you'd consider him a sidekick, but just off the bat I've gone with Buzz Lightyear. Oh yeah, no, I would say. Would you yeah. say he was a sidekick? Yeah. I mean, he didn't want to be the sidekick, but, but he, was. he turned out to be the sidekick. Yeah, yeah for Woody. Yeah. yeah, Buzz is a yeah, Buzz is a good one. Um, to infinity and beyond. Yeah, Melissa McCarthy was a good one. I'm trying to think in all my favorites. Like, see, Star Wars. There isn't. I feel like they're all main characters. Yeah. I know, like Luke is supposed to be the main, but like even Chewie's not a sidekick. Wait Chewie's a like. Okay, so let's, if you're going to do that, is 3PO the sidekick to R2, or is R2 the sidekick to 3PO? I don't know. I think they've got their own individual stories, to be honest. They yeah, do, but they're never really apart. I mean, they are apart yeah. at times, but they are See, a duo. Every, I think people will say R2 just because obviously he doesn't say anything, but R2 pretty much saves R2, the day. <laughs> R2 owns 3PO. He's incredibly important, yeah. 3PO is a, yeah, I think 3PO is more the sidekick in that scenario. I think so. Yeah. yeah. R2 is definitely the dominant character. Yeah, even mm. though he's just like a beepy little guy. Mm. Mm. He's incredibly important in a lot of the storylines. Um, best animated character? Mushi. From Mulan? Yeah. He's just too funny. Honourable mention, Wally. Oh, yeah. Wally. But no. I've ultimately gone with one from my childhood, which was Optimus Prime. <gasps> yeah. How did I not think of that? Oh, I would have gone Bumblebee. for Bumblebee. Yeah. I said the genie. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just because I love Robin Williams. And yeah. I watched, my nieces were around on Friday, and we watched Aladdin every single day, twice. Wow. Yeah. Um, it wasn't the cartoon version either. Yeah, so the little they they they've only seen the the newer one yeah, with yeah, Lightning. Okay. Yeah. So when I showed them the cartoon one, they weren't really into it. Robin Williams. I know, but they they're like, no, we like we like the one that we saw, and I'm like, oh my god, new generation. So then me and Fresh put the cartoon one on when they were like playing, and we watched that one because that was. Yeah. I mean, okay. the new one's good, but. But let Lens need educating. Yeah. And so, yeah. We kind of force them to watch it. Yeah, you've got to bring them back in front of that. Um, Most inspiring? I've gone with a female and a male. So, female Ellen Ripley from Alien. Mm -hmm. And male Rick Grimes from The Walking Dead. I haven't seen The Walking Dead. I think I need to binge it since I've got time now. (laughs) Yeah, new shows to binge. I said uh, The Women from Hidden Figures. Um, it's quite a recent movie, but I just love the fact that it was all about... Because I think a lot of the time, this movie was not only just about women versus men. Um, it had a mix of kind of... It was set at the time where there was a lot of racism and okay. kind of uh, black people had two separate bathrooms to the white people and everything. But these women were incredible at maths and they were employed by NASA. Um, and they helped with the first launch 
Okay. And um, I thought that was amazing because mm. I love maths generally. Mm-hmm. But to show women not only kind of breaking the barriers in terms of race, but also just showing that they're smarter than mm. men. Mm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. it, it hit you with like two of those, so I yeah. really like that. And I put underneath that, and also the Skywalkers in general. <laughs> <laughs> the Skywalkers in general. The Skywalkers in general. Name them. Yeah. Go well, through them all. Well, well, just Luke and Leia's not technically... She's not, but she is. She is. She She's is. Skywalker. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, and everyone from Star Wars. <laughs> but yeah, that was my main one, the woman from Hidden Figures, because it just made me... I was proud. Proud mm. of them. It was pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. So what did you guys think of Wally? Um, I haven't actually seen it the whole way through. Um, I w- it was quite a while ago, actually, it was out. It's been... It feels more recent than it actually was, but it's I been a while. it's about 15 years old. Yeah, so I remember watching it, but I think we started watching it like quite late at night, so I fell asleep in the middle. Not that it was boring, I was just tired. Okay. But I remember being a kid... Um, I don't know what I was like 13 mm. um, it was the first kind of kids movie that actually made me think it was like a little bit controversial mm. kind of like oh oh my god well like, I had a definite message yeah um, and I think I think it was good in that sense because you know most of these Disney movies it's like oh princess falls in love with prince and this and that mm. but this was more of a you know so I think it's probably about 12 years old because my oldest daughter Charlotte, she's fifteen, mm-hmm. and I remember taking her to see it when she was yeah. a, a, an infant. Yeah, and I think the film lasts maybe half an hour, forty minutes before there's a single piece of dialogue in it. Yes, mm. yeah. And for a three or a four-year-old to be so engrossed in a film without any dialogue in it, yeah, I thought it was really powerful. No, that's and true. Um, yeah, that was quite an important film yeah. for me because of that. It's the same with Up, isn't it? That little short little clip of him and his life. Yeah, you're crying before the credits. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah, the first two minutes in the movie. Yeah. And even just the song from it, I downloaded it the other day because I want to watch it, but I was like, I can't bring myself to watch it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to be in a good space to watch <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to be like crying like a baby like, oh God, even if I listen to the soundtrack you, can, you know I what's know. coming you know? Yeah. Just the piano starts you're like oh my god yeah. now that is a fantastic movie mm. and it's in, like they don't show enough of that like the unlikely friendship between an old man and a little scout mm. boy yeah. mm. um, I, I really like those movies where it's yeah. not about just like a man falling in love with a woman and this mm. and that it's like random little pairings yeah, yeah. Um, those are really good and they stand out the most. Um, I want to just take time, if I may, to explain Optimus Prime. Yeah, well, yeah 100%. Yeah. I can so, really talk really about Optimus Prime all day. <laughs> I think um, he was... Um, he was voiced by a guy called Peter Cullen, still is, all the way through, yeah. up until now, he's voiced by Peter Cullen. Um, and I believe his character, Optimus Prime, was written and... portrayed by Peter Cullen as a John Wayne type character. Okay. So Peter Cullen, um, it, there was a story of uh, his, his brother going off to war. Yeah. And Peter Cullen was like, mate, I've got, I've got this role coming up. Um, it's a, the, I'm voicing a cartoon character whose name's Optimus Prime and he's like a, a heroic leader. You're a hero. You're going off to war. How, how do I do this voice? Yeah. And he just said, just be yourself, but take your time and be wise. And so okay. Optimus Prime came from that, how... He slows the voice down and mm-hmm. takes time and always has that kind of father figure type yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. And at the time that I was watching Transformers in mm-hmm. the 80s on TV, my dad wasn't around much. Mm-hmm. And so Optimus Prime became that kind of father, father figure boy, for yeah. me to associate with. So I was like, okay, well, my dad's not around much. Mm-hmm. When he is around, a bit of an arsehole, but <laughs> he's not around. And so I'm going to use that as a basis to form my... Yeah. Expectations, expectations of what a father figure should be like. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. I always said, because um, my brother got me into Transformers, my brother's born in 84, so, mm-hmm. and I'm in 91, so everything he introduced me to, kids my age didn't know about it. So like Thundercats and mm-hmm. the original Transformers yeah. and all of that, and that's why I think I'm like super into 80s stuff. Yeah. Um, so I found it hard as a kid that everyone else was into 
all this other crap and well it's not well yeah it's crap <laughs> and I was into all the good stuff <laughs> Blade blades. Um, and we had all these Beyblades well, no they were fun but they were like later um, so I had all these original Transformers and we yeah. had everything on tape or videotape yeah. and I always thought and coming from a religious family um, I always thought and this was my line if God had a voice it would be Optimus right yes. I always thought it was either Mufasa but I thought he was no he didn't um, yeah it was either Mufasa or Optimus Prime but it was more Optimus Prime for me yeah. so when the new Transformers movies came out um, I was super excited yes. and I had never seen it done like that before no. because it was you know like a cartoon so um, I remember watching it and I cried because <laughs> I was like this is so cool and then Optimus comes out and he says his line yeah. of the epic music from Linkin Park and I was like yeah. this is the best thing in the, and alley, then in everyone, the alleyway in the yeah. alleyway where Charlotte yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. and then everybody started getting into it I'm like now you guys understand and I was so glad that he sounded the same yeah. mm. and um, yeah it was a big moment he did have that the same look and he definitely had the same yeah. feel but with the second and third films he kind yeah. of he's been regarded as murder prime because the prime from the cartoon in the 80s mm-hmm. he would have never slayed like that yeah, he no, always exactly. tried to find a peaceful solution to something the first movie was the one that related to me the most but the, after yeah. that I wasn't so much of a fan of what no. they did with the, and I, they didn't do very well either no, no. Um, but that first film for me still stands up yeah it was awesome it was good it was really, really good. <laughs> yeah. uh, did you do your... What did we say? Did inspirational you do one. your inspirational one? <laughs> Johnny English. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. There's so many like ones that I've seen that I'm like, oh yeah, but they're not like inspirational. To you personally? Yeah. Like, there's nothing that I turn to and be like, oh yeah. Like, I can see myself. Yeah. I mean, I do definitely... I think... Okay. Proper girly of me. Um, the Devil Wears Prada. How she worked her ass That's inspiring. No, I would say that's quite your movie because you loved that film yeah. and you wanted to go into that career. And look at you now. You're literally in the kind of environment that you wanted to be in. I just made that movie just now. <laughs> no, but you always used to mention, like, Devil yeah. Wears Prada, I want to be like, I want to go into that business. You may not be in that business, but you're living that fabulous life in the city that you always wanted, doing that important yeah. job, working in a super fancy office. Like, mm. you did that, so that makes sense. Every That's a great movie. Mm. I love that movie. I just Kudos. thought that. Just <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, uh, most, uh, movie or character that tugged at your heartstrings... Okay, so what, gonna, what did I put down? You put the lovely bones. <gasps> I've not seen that. Oh, that one made me cry. I've not it's seen it. Okay, <laughs> I don't know if I should say. No, you need to watch it. Explain it. Okay, so basic you know, plot. So there's a murderer at loose. Okay. And you're in kind of you're seeing a person who has been murdered by this guy, but she's trying to figure out how she was murdered. Okay, so she was murdered, but it's a story from... From her perspective of what's happened. But it's a ghost. Kind of, so she's in the kind of, like, perg- like limbo. Because she doesn't know how she's, like, died. She doesn't know where she, like, her body is. Like, she... It's Lovely basically... Bones. Was that Saoirse Ronan who played? Yeah, it was. She's fantastic. She's amazing. Um, so you're seeing it. She's trying to piece together bits of what she remembers. That sounds like one of the most saddest... Prem- it is premises ever yeah. and she's quite young it's a young girl yeah. oh no it's not even a grown woman or anything um, and you just go through that and you go through a real life kind of thing like she's just there watching while her parents are figuring Isn't out isn't it with Mark Wahlberg as well I think he's her so. dad I think so I think you know what I haven't seen the movie but I caught the end of it when he oh. he figures out who it was oh I need no. to watch the movie it is very good it looks okay. really good though yeah. but it's like it's yeah, emotional make you cry Oh, don't do emotional. <laughs> he doesn't do emotional. <laughs> Fair I enough. can't. I'll cry at the slightest hint. What did you say was uh, as your answer? Uh, heartstrings. Mm-hmm. Honourable mention, Jaws. <laughs> Made you cry? When I was seven years old, I first watched Jaws, <laughs> and when they, they killed him at the end, I cried my eyes out. Fair Aww. enough. I haven't seen Jaws, I've only seen 
as a child, I didn't get it that what he was doing was bad. Yeah. I was like, look, shark's hungry, shark's got to eat. Aww. What's your problem? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I yeah, mean, that would be a big thing like nowadays. They'd be like, don't kill the animal. He was just oh, doing. so the shark died, not a human. Jaws, yeah. Jaws from James Bond, you were thinking. No, you think I like Jaws as in, like, I haven't seen it, so. It's so. a, it's a, well. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know that. <laughs> Another Blu ray coming your way fresh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, I've seen bits of it, not all of it. <laughs> like the bit where, because Hannah sent a video of like that one, yeah. Where, like her, yeah, she got that in between her legs. So, Steven Spielberg again did mm-hmm. yours, and there's okay. a shot of the guy on the beach. Yeah. And when he sees the shark, it's like the camera zooms into his face mm-hmm. and everything else disappears behind him. Yeah. And Steven Spielberg was the first person to use that camera shot mm, yeah. and it's been used ever widely since. across the film industry ever since mm. my uh, my answer was marley from marley and me the dog oh my god i've never cried so much in my life That's true. i cried at that movie um i can't watch dog movies they like i don't care if humans die in movies don't give a shit but if a dog dies or anything bad happens to a dog or if it's about a dog i just can't my heart cannot handle it mm. But Marley was like, I've never cried so much in my life. <laughs> and I also said, um, Will Smith's character in Seven Pounds is oh. Ben Thomas. Yeah. That movie really got me. Mm. And because it was, um, Seven Pounds wasn't a true story. Was it not? No, it wasn't. Was it? No, it wasn't. The other one he did was a true story with his son. What was it? When he was a struggling guy yeah i know i don't know but i, I know, know what you're talking about oh this is gonna annoy me will smith <laughs> um but yeah those were my two so the other one uh the other ones i had was glenn and maggie from the walking dead i know neither of you have seen it but i'll send you some clips <coughs> on the chat of just little moments that they have mm-hmm. and i think you'll understand where i'm coming from well we've watched the walk walk through um of the game it might have a similar so it's like a uh, guy and this little girl who's lost her family no that's Clem that's Clem and Tom yeah that's Clem from, yeah, from yeah. the game but yeah. Glenn and Maggie are a couple oh fair enough know each other and they get married in the apocalypse oh. and there's a couple of occasions where they lose each other or they think that the other one's dead yeah oh. and there's a couple of moments where like there is one particular thing I hope this isn't spoilers for anyone who's listening walking dead spoilers um so Glenn gets trapped in a tunnel mm-hmm. and he's with this girl that's rescued him and she gets trapped and there's walkers coming in from the tunnel and he won't leave her to get out. He's like, no, I'm not going to leave you alone. So yeah. he's fighting off these walkers and he's only in the tunnel because he tried to find Maggie. Aww. Maggie comes in with her group and blapses up all the walkers, shoots them all. <laughs> And they reunite, and it, yeah, I cried my eyes out. Oh, bless. Not gonna lie, not gonna lie, it's proper savage. It's a beautiful, beautiful moment. I really need to start watching this. I'm shocked that you guys haven't mentioned Game of Thrones at all at this point. Because the end ruined it for me, and I don't think about it anymore. <laughs> I, I never got emotional in Game of Thrones. Yeah, I got angry. I was yeah. like, oh, you're a fucking dick. What about Holdor? Holdor. Holdor uh, that no, was, I still never cried at that. Moment. I cried at it, but not as much as where, with Marley and me. Okay, <laughs> and, uh, oh, the other one that I forgot is Pursuit of Happiness. That was a very That's good film. Um, oh, no, was that the one with the son? Yeah. Uh, um, sorry, I had one more as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. Um, sorry. So, the, I, I can't remember the guy's name, but have you seen The Green Mile with Tom Hanks? Yes. Yes. There is no Ooh. way you can watch that film without blubbing. No, no, that that movie out. is so <laughs> like that's a great. Um, I know who you're talking about. Um, what film? The Green, Green Mile. Mile. Okay. The Green Mile. Uh, it's the guy. It, I know which scene you're talking about as well. What's his name? He plays John Coffey. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Michael Duncan. Oh my god, yeah, you're right. That's no, I was sobbing like an absolute child. Oh my god. In fact same. I think my wife had to hold me. Yeah. Like <laughs> dude, that that It was awful. That that's a movie I know you don't like sad movies, mm. but that movie is life changing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's one of those films where it's the first thing you wake you think of when you wake up the next day. Yeah. Oh man. It it's changes that your powerful. like everything. It's that powerful. Yeah. And it makes you really glad. 
like that you're alive and you've got friends and yeah. family that you love. It makes you, it makes you people so so, so thankful for everyone around you. Oh, anyone? No. That was a good one. Um, best loser. Best did you do one? I have yeah. seven. You didn't put it on your list, man. I did. The psychic, animated, supporting, heartstrings. No, you didn't. God damn. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, best losers. Um, Honourable mentions. George McFly. Oh, yeah. Aww. <laughs> He's not a loser in my eyes. Adam, <laughs> yeah. Adam from the Goldbergs. Oh, yeah, I love Adam. He's so cute. Although I think Barry's kind of a loser in that. I think Adam's more of the loser because <laughs> Barry would never consider himself a loser. Yeah, that's true, loser. that's He's true. He's best. big tasty. He's big like. tasty. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Tyrion Lannister. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of thrown to mention there for you. Oh, thank you, thank you. The little guy. Yeah, the small guy. <laughs> um, He's fantastic. That D- Dustin from Stranger Things. Yes. Mm-hmm. He is a proper loser. He's, one, he's my favourite character in the show. Uh, Sean from Sean of the Dead. Yeah. And then I've gone slash Tim Beasley from Spaced. Okay. Because he's essentially the same character. Yeah. Played by Simon Pegg, who I absolutely adore. Um, Apollo Creed. Yeah. But I'm going to go with Dewey Finn from School of Rock. Oh my god, the main guy. No, Dewey. Dewey, Dewey Finn. Dewey, like he stole his best friend's no, name, Dewey? Or the, Jack Black's actual Jack character? Black's, yeah, 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 Jack yeah. Black's character from School oh, of Rock. Oh, okay, yeah, he's a loser. Um, Bless him. He is a bit of a loser. His flatmate is also a loser, and I hate yeah. his. I hate that guy's girlfriend. She's so annoying. Um, I said, so mine was a weird answer because I was trying to think of, for me, who was like a celebrated loser, and it was the Joker, for me. Mm. So I know people see him as a villain, mm. but when he was the way he was depicted in this movie was like he was. The loser to everyone. Not saying it, won't say it. Why? I just think that it's a film about a real person who's got serious mental health issues. Yeah. And it's just been rebadged by DC to sell. Yes. So when I went when I went to watch it, I I didn't go to see it as Joker from Batman. This guy's a villain. This and that. Because I know I'm I'm used to like Jack Nicholson playing the Joker and that kind of side yeah. of things. Mark Hamill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mark Hamill was a fantastic Joker. Joker. He was really good. Awesome Joker. Um, Luke Skywalker played the Joker at one point. Oh, did he? Um, yeah, he was really good. Okay. So when I went into it, this was just a movie for me. So I didn't connect it. For me, it didn't connect to the DC Universe. Like, mm. I wasn't thinking of Batman or anything like that. Um as a movie by itself I loved it and I know a lot of people said oh it just kind of what's the word you know he has mental health issues and they just glorified it whatever but I think um, I just loved his development in the movie like from the beginning the way you feel about him um, to the end where you're just like you're almost proud of him wow just because he super like owned the fact that he was different, or some people say sick and twisted, whatever. But Joker's always owned that fact, and always been. I know, but in, you literally go from, it's the way they did it, but you literally go from feeling so sorry. They made you, they made you, um, he was like your favourite in the whole thing. Not one bit of it mm. did I dislike him or think it, like I was trying to justify his actions, even mm. though they were like ridiculous. He was just shooting people, and I was on his side, like, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god, I'm crazy. Shoot that one too. <laughs> but I'm like, do what you want, man. Like, own it. And then he just, and even himself, just seeing his development of like hating himself mm. to feeling like, oh, I'm the fucking king of the world. I just love that development. Mm. And um, I don't know, it just made me feel like, oh, fuck it, I'll just <laughs> do whatever I want now. Yeah. I don't think you can glorify the whole mental health issue <laughs> no, too no, much. No, 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 no. You've got to make no. a big song and dance out of that stuff. It's yeah. huge and, it, and it, needs, it needs to be yeah. put out there. But for me, the Joker is a comic book character. Yeah. My first exposure to the Joker was in paperback. Mm-hmm. My second exposure was 1989 Jack Nicholson. Yeah. And my favourite Joker, yeah, Mark Hamill from the animated films yeah. and the Arkham Asylum games. Yeah. But I want my Joker to be a comic book character. And I yeah. just feel that, that with that, they used 
it was used to send out a different message. And if That's that true. is what needs to be done to get that message out, mm-hmm. all well and good, fine, yeah. I get that. But I just I feel really nervous and apprehensive about watching it. I don't want it to alter my perception of what I feel the Joker should be. So if you like, like yeah, so like I did, I I don't connect the two at all. Yeah. So, so I guess for you... me, my the best loser is in the Joker. It's Arthur, mm-hmm. the the guy himself. Ah. Um, okay. Yeah. But I don't like not not one point during the movie did I even think this is Joker from Batman. It didn't connect with me because I I'm not used to that. Yeah. Um. So just his character and Arthur himself and his development into whatever he became, um, outside of the DC universe. Mm. I just thought it's like, yeah. That really had a massive impact on me. And but the thing is, you, it's incredibly dark. Like it's a yeah. very dark movie, so you have to be in a good yeah. mindset to watch something that dark sure. and that. And it's very real. Like I know mm. it's kind of silly, um, the story, and it was, well, not it's not a silly story, but um, towards the end it got quite dramatic, and you think, oh, that's not maybe not going to happen in real life. But at the same time, it was very scary because you think actually, the way everything's yeah. going now, the way everything's so corrupt, this could happen. Mm. Um, I think yeah. it's always scary when you're watching something that's so out there and so awful. Yeah. But it is actually close to home and yeah. could happen. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think I think it was crazy that when I watched it, even though he was so evil, I was on his side the whole time. And I consider myself a nice person, but okay. I was completely on his side. And Okay. I've got a bit of a character later on that yeah. I'll actually share that point of view with you. Um so next one, best mentor slash guardian slash master. I said Jackie Chan. You did say Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jackie Chan. Yeah. He's a badass man. <laughs> he's very badass. But he said that he was like a, a cop what, a cop out of uh, Bruce Lee. Yeah, he's like... A yeah, co- Bruce is like the Bruce OG, Lee, like, yeah. Yeah, but like, Jackie Chan Comedy did his own, kind of like, his own little thing. Comedy version. Yeah. Um, Do you I'll... understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? So, <laughs> that's Chris Tucker. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Jackie Chan's more like, who am I? <laughs> so, <laughs> I've only got I've only got two two names down on this, yeah. and a bit of a cop out. But I've actually said not Obi Wan because okay. yeah, he I is did, a I shit mentor. Yeah, he's, he's shit as a Jedi master. Um, <laughs> I don't know what a good Jedi master looks like because yeah. they're all pretty bad. Um, <laughs> even though I love Star Wars, I've gone with Mr Miyagi. Oh my! I literally said Yoda and Mr Miyagi, who are basically the same guy to me. Yes, <laughs> that's what I said. Yoda and Mr Miyagi. <laughs> that's literally what I said. Um, yeah, like cute small dude that teaches you everything yeah. that you need to know in very few words yeah. mm. doesn't make any sense but it makes so much sense if you ever saw Yoda go wax on wax off then you'd yeah. be done it would, be, that's finished in- completely done. interchangeable like. <laughs> yeah that's literally what I said Yoda Mr Miyagi um, yeah because you just they, they teach you lessons where you're just frustrated with them because you have no idea what any of this means mm. but then by the end of it like of course do you know, with Yoda, he's, he's a great mentor in the original trilogy. Yeah. But what I did see in the prequels mm-hmm. ruined it. Yeah. Because yeah. he's a shit Jedi master in, in the prequels and effectively creates Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I stick to the originals. Original yeah. Yoda. Yeah. And you know, I went to the Star Wars exhibition that they held at the O2 last year. Yeah. And they had the original Yoda from the original movie. And I've got a picture of me bang down to him. And it was the best moment of my I'd life. I'd like to say that. It's pretty cool. No. <laughs> you said Jackie Chan. I did say Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan wins. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, did you have two, did you say? Or was it Mr. Miyagi? It? That's it. That's Mr. it. Mr. Miyagi for me. Not Obi-Wan. That's a good one. Favourite character of all time? Oh... What did you put fresh? I love your answers. <laughs> They're not predictable at all. <laughs> Do you remember your answer? I don't think so. Oh. She put Miss Congeniality. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, yeah. New ones are very, like, female-powered. Oh, okay. I like that. Sorry. No, yeah, it's not yeah, a bad yeah. thing. <laughs> no. It's not that I'm not a feminist. I mean, no, but I could see all their characters within you. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> Which I like. <laughs> yes, I will be plain Jane at one time, but I will be fantastically looking. Oh my god, running and chasing the yeah, bad man. guy. <laughs> Um, I said, no, I couldn't pick. I said Indy, Marty, Doc, Han Solo. I just, hmm. my list is long. But yeah, I, can't, I guess I whittled it I've down. I've gone a bit little. deep with mine. So, um, mentions Ray Stans from the Ghostbusters, Rick Grimes. Ray Stans, I want to explain a little bit. Ray Stans, because he was played by Dan Aykroyd. Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, I had a huge, um, huge interest in the paranormal. And Dan Aykroyd has that interest in the paranormal. His dad was an actual real-life Ghostbuster. Really? Um, his dad wrote a book that you can buy on Amazon about the paranormal. Oh, wow. um, I had no idea. Yeah. Um, and so that's where Dan Aykroyd's idea for Ghostbusters came around, was oh. from his dad reading to him and speaking about real paranormal oh, wow. investigation. Oh. Um, so, yeah, Dan Aykroyd is a bit of a real-life Ghostbuster and wanted to take that through to the film. Nice. I had no idea. Mm. Yeah. Because Dan O'Croyd and Harold Ramis, who played Egon, yeah. wrote Ghostbusters. Yeah. Even though it's directed by Ivan Reitman, they wrote it, mm-hmm. wrote, wrote the script. Um, Rick Grimes from The Walking Dead. Tony Soprano. Yeah. Huge character. Yeah. But my favourite character of all time, and I don't, I don't know if you've seen him on TV, um, is Raymond Reddington, played by James Spader in The Blacklist. I haven't seen it. Oh, man. What, oh my god what a character what an absolute character um, he's he's an absolute monster he's absolutely savage yeah. and he will kill anyone at the drop of a hat if they threaten the ones he loves Ooh. and there's a bit of that in me but I'm really, really <laughs> I will kill anyone that I'm really, I'm really protective if, if I care about someone if I love someone if they're my friend and I've got their back, I've got their back. Yeah. Anyone cross them and it, it gets me, mm. fires me up. And there is a lot of him in that. He's, again, I'll show you some clips. James Spader's a really good actor as James well. James Spader absolutely crushes it as Roman Reddington. Absolutely crushes it. There is a scene that I will send to you guys and it's a monologue and it was completely ad-libbed. Yeah. So they were, they, the writers were struggling to come up with a, a, a script for this scene and he went in there and it, it, in one take and it's the take that you'll see mm. and it has you it's so emotional oh it's so so emotional I feel like I should have thought about my answer a bit <laughs> <laughs> I just went it's congeniality I'm excited with you because I want to be that's the thing it was always like I want to be him yeah Marty was more kind of you know light hearted fun mm. wanted to be his friend Doc I like just because he's mad. Mm. If I had money and I was politically untouchable yeah. and unarrestable and I could like be a ghost mm. and just disappear off the grid when I, when I needed to, I would be Raymond Reddington. Really? Damn. Damn. Nice and deep. I need to watch the movie to understand because I feel like I might be like, yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. It's a TV show called The Blacklist. Okay. I'll send you the trailer. Think about to my answer more. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to think about all the people. That I was just like, oh my god, this character. Um, best director. I have no idea. I'm not into like movies that much to kind of be like. My ones are all so obvious. Go on. So I don't have one particular one. It's just I feel like. There's a group. There's a group yeah, of the, the big leagues, basically. Obviously, Spielberg's huge. He's in my list. He's done some of the most fantastic movies out there. Of course. Um, uh, the Dark Knight, so Christopher Nolan's I haven't Dark got Nolan, Knight. okay, yeah. Um, I thought it was really, really well done. Mm. And I so I like directors where they don't get washed out in the movie. You could see that, like, it's obvious that they're the director for that movie. Yes, okay. Like Tarantino. Yes. Um, I don't have to know. You could show me a movie and not tell me anything about it, and I'll know if it was done by Tarantino. It's just obvious. Yes. And I like when they put themselves into the movie without actually being in it. Yeah. So Nolan, I know a Nolan movie. Tarantino, Spielberg, because it's like my original films, and Indiana Jones and stuff, mm. I knew him mm. from. 
And um, I said Robert Zemeckis, who did Back to the Future. I don't know what else he's I've done. I've got Robert Zemeckis. Um, but yeah. So I've got Robert Zemeckis, Ivan Reitman. What did he do? Ivan Reitman did Ghostbusters. Oh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his son is... I've forgotten his first name. His son is doing the Ghostbusters film that's out this year, Afterlife. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, Stanley Kubrick. Oh, yeah. Uh, Full Metal Jacket. Mm-hmm. 2001 A Space Odyssey. Uh, and I've gone also for Edgar Wright, who did the Three Flavors Cornetto trilogy. Oh, yeah. So did um, Shaun of the Dead, Hot oh, Fuzz, okay. mm. and That's the thing, the you know, that he's another one where you know he's done that movie. Yeah. Like, I know, like, these. Simon Pegg and everything but mm. there's still a style that he does it yes. there's other directors that do it like Guy Ritchie but I'm not particular like some of his films I like some Rockstar's of them are good yeah. but I don't really write some of them are hit and miss but um, like I'm not I wouldn't say the Tarantino films are on my top list but yeah I just like that they're gruesome mm. they're a bit crude mm. they're really fast paced and I like that he just puts his style on it regardless of the storyline or whatever yeah um yeah, and Spielberg's just... Scorsese's a fantastic director. I like that he played a fish in that film once. I forgot what it was called, but he played a fish and he looked exactly like Martin Scorsese. Fish. <laughs> played a fish. Did he? Yeah, it was an animated movie with Will Smith and Angelina Jolie and I think... Oh, Martin Shark Co- Scale. Shark Shark Scale. Tale. Shark Shark Tale. Tale. Yeah, I yeah. think he was in it. Na, 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 car wash. Um, no, but he was Scorsese was in that. <laughs> he was... But he's done some fantastic films as well. Yes, yeah. But these are always really hard and gritty yeah. and mafia-based and yeah. all that sort of stuff. But yeah. Um, Inspiration-wise, Cool Runnings. Who Can't directed go. that? I don't know. No, no, this is just... Just general... Oh, your answer for the most inspirational. Yeah, Cool Runnings. Runnings is very good. Yeah. I love that movie. That That's is cool. very inspirational. They all are. Especially yeah. the little guy. Things in it. What's his name? Uncle Buck. Yeah, Uncle Buck. John Candy. John Candy. What I like about Steven Spielberg as well is that there's also films that he's not directed, but you think that it feels like he has directed them. He's got that much influence. Yeah. The film film Goonies. Oh my God. Was directed. How has this not been on any of my answers? The Goonies for everything. (laughs) (laughs) I love the Goonies. I love the Goonies. It's one of my favourites. But it was directed by Richard Donner, who directed Superman 2. Oh, okay. But it was. Presented to him by Steven Spielberg. It was Steven Spielberg's idea, but Steven Spielberg. Yeah, see, was, I thought. Steven Spielberg was I thought doing that was ET. Spielberg. He was doing ET. Oh. And so he said, Look, I, I've got this film, The Goonies. I, I literally don't have time to do it. Can you do it for me? And Richard Donner picked it up. Can I change my answer to Best Losers? Um, the one from The Goonies. Wait, what, who does the Truffle Shuffle? Chunk. 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 Um, just because I love him. <laughs> and he, yeah, I just, they're all losers in a way, aren't they? They are. They're all misfits. They're all outcasts. Yeah. Um, and then they group together and make this epic group. And it's just my favourite thing. There's a treasure hunt. There's comedy. Have you seen Goonies? Yes, I've seen Goonies. Oh, yeah. She can't be my friend if she hasn't seen Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> I think. <laughs> like, it's like 20 year friendship. <laughs> And okay. I watch it, they show it on Channel 5 a couple times a year. Yeah, they I do. watch it every time. But it's like whittled down to an hour. Have you noticed that? Yeah, it's, it's like It's like the bullshit short version. Uh, it's not. Also, yes. for my losers, Ed, Ed and Eddie, big time losers. <laughs> they are big time losers. I don't, I don't watch it as much. What are you talking about? They're cartoons. cartoons. Oh, okay. They had a best friend that was a plank. Yeah, called mm-hmm. Plank. Okay. <laughs> That's a bit unfortunate to be called Plank. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he, he was a plank of wood. Encourage a cowardly dog. Fat oh. loser. Dog. There were there were a few cartoons that I couldn't watch that freaked me out, like Ren and Stimpy. I don't think I remember like Ren and Stimpy, yeah. They freaked me out. Um, I, I think I, they weren't suitable for children. <laughs> no. Encourage no. a cowardly Definitely dog. Definitely not suitable, suitable for 10.30 on a Saturday morning. Yeah. Yeah, no. no. That's why it was shown late at night, like eleven thirty. Yeah. SpongeBob, would you put that in that same category? No, SpongeBob's alright. SpongeBob, SpongeBob. It's a bit weird. They have like some of them are a bit gross. I feel. Yeah. Mm. They are a bit gross, but SpongeBob's not rude. It can be gross, but it's not rude. Mm. Ren and Stimpy was a bit rude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, the Goonies is a great movie, isn't it? Yeah. It's is. <laughs> already for its time. Sorry. No, for all it's timeless. 
Anyone can enjoy it. Yeah, mm. that film would drop now. If it yeah, was now, my nieces would love that. Unbelievable. They're like, oh my god, treasure hunt. Oh my god, so much going on. Yeah, true. Yeah. And did you pick up the Goonies reference in Stranger Things? Yes. Oh, the, the whole of Stranger Things is. No, but the the, the, there was, I thought there was an out and out clear one when when um, Sean Astin's character Bob yeah. goes. He was in mm. Goonies. Yeah, so he's yeah. in the main line, he, he comes in and he sees the map everywhere all over the house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, What is this? Is this a map to a treasure hunt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, Yes! <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you, Duffer Brothers, for putting that in there. <laughs> they had to. Absolutely fantastic. Just getting Sean Astin in was enough. Fucking brilliant. Like, it brilliant. was so good. That was one of the. Oh, I love that movie. Do you know what, Bob? When he died. Oh, oh my spoiler. god. Spoiler alert. Right, I think shit. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> when he died everyone's like ah oh. <laughs> sorry you might need to edit that <laughs> um Stranger Things is great mm. yeah but yeah Dustin um is probably my favourite in that yeah. yeah Dustin I actually really like Max as a character Max is good and I like Hopper of course oh, oh Hopper yeah. is awesome I really like season one eleven. um uh, the older she gets, the more annoying she is for me. How many times have you seen, watched, watched it through? A couple of times. Okay. Um, but I just loved, I I loved the way she played. I don't know. I feel like they they're making her a bit too generic now. Mm. Whereas before it was, her character like it was unusual and she played it really well and now it's more. I know they're growing up and mm. there's like that natural progression, but. I don't want them to make her just like too like I feel like sometimes apart from her being a badass which is really really cool you kind of forget that she's 11 mm. yes because um, it just gets lost in the fact that she's like a teenager but I guess you know that's a massive part of the story yeah so Lucas's sister yeah I really liked how she had that sass and that yeah. you know from season 2 yeah and she's like you still play with dolls and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think that sass was way overused in season three. Yeah. It got annoying. Yeah, yeah, no, it did. It got annoying. It did. They like, yeah, they overdid it with her character sometimes. And also, they, I think it was a bit of a stereotypical character as well. Yeah, it did become yeah. a bit... Mm. It was like a bit too obvious. Like, there's a lot of... There's a big lack of respect. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Her. But yeah, I thought that was overused in season three. That's a great show. But yeah, as soon as I started watching it, I was like, this is. It. Even there was an episode of The Goldbergs when they did the Goonies type thing. It was a treasure hunt that Adam did, and they used the music from it. Like, Have you seen Ready Player One? It's one of my favourite. It's probably my favourite book of I was all time. Say, I read the book, and then originally, and then I found out a movie was being yes, made. Yes, of course. And then I watched the movie, which was fantastic, but the book was. It was like my nerd heaven. I didn't, I didn't actually say it but on my animated characters yeah my character in between optimus and Wally, oh yeah artemis. artemis she was a very good character proper, proper good character but i loved her more in the book i must admit yeah no the book was like my the movie was good but the book was I, awesome i really associated with him yeah in the book yeah and all of the stuff that he grew up doing and everything all that the he computers, said, and all the references. even there's a line, and I always my thing when I talk about Indiana Jones, I'm like it's a trilogy. The fourth one doesn't count, and yes. I think indie fans always say that. Yeah. There was a line in the book where he goes, "Oh, and I love the Indiana Jones trilogy. The fourth one doesn't count." The fourth one, yeah. Count. And I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, this is my life." <laughs> I was like, "This book is me." <laughs> I loved it. But like, all the Wade's games character. that he references, all the yeah. all just everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I've got it on audiobook and I probably listen to it three or four times. It's so great. You should get the because you've seen the movie, haven't you? Yeah, you should get the audiobook. It's it's awesome. If there's or even if you want to start reading generally, Mm. Ready Player Borrow Mine. It's so fun. Mm. It doesn't drag, and that's the thing for me. I watch loads of shows where they do different references, but this one I got everything. Yes. Like it related to me completely, mm. and I was really excited about that. Yeah. I was just like, "There are people out there that completely understand what's going on in my yeah. brain." Yeah. Like, I'm not yeah. the only one that thinks like this. Like, literal quotes from my mouth are in this book, like mm. the indie one, and that was really, really cool. There's a quote. There's a quote on the first page of Ready Player One. Yeah. It says, "Cats and cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria." Yeah. And that's a line from Ghostbusters. Is it? Oh. It's just Easter egg after Easter egg yeah, after literally. Easter egg. 
and Fantastic. it's it's so well done and it's not predictable mm. I mean like but towards the end but you, you know you want the mm. good guy to win or whatever but it's it's really well done and yeah when I found out the movie was I still enjoyed the movie but the book is fun. I do enjoy the movie I yeah. watch the movie probably once every six months yeah but I, I, I listen to the audiobook a yeah. hell of a lot I'm not a massive reader I was telling Fresh earlier on today mm. I'm not a huge reader if mm. a book grabs me I'll finish it in three days yeah if it doesn't I won't finish the first chapter. Yeah, I'm like that. Um, um, Ready Player One, I, w- I remember walking along in the summer reading it, putting my hand out to stop myself <laughs> from walking into someone. <laughs> I was one of those, and I thought I'm never going to be the person that would ever walk down the street reading a book. Yeah. But if I was coming up to the end of the chapter, yeah. and I had like a five minute walk from the station to home, what was I going to do? Yeah. I had to finish you it. You had to read it. I mm. had to. You would yeah, love it. I, I think I'd done the book in less than three days. Yeah, yeah, no, same. It's one of those where literally... You can't put it down. You don't put it down. Like, my mum's yeah. calling me for dinner. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be there. And my wife is like, Stu, can you do the work? I'm like, don't talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> it's so good. And it's just fun, and it's light-hearted, and it's just exciting, and mm. it's all the cool stuff that you want to happen. And you're like, oh, my God, this happened, and this is the answer to this. And it's, and it's, cool. it, it, it's very different from the movie. Something happens in the movie halfway through that in the book it doesn't happen until the last page yeah mm. and it's like yeah see no that's what I loved about the book because it built you up till that moment and it was like and I really wanted them to do that in the movie and yeah. they didn't and it was so annoying it was spoiled in a way because I know they're trying to kind of appeal to the masses and for everyone else they you know they would want that to happen that particular scene but for me it was like the beauty of the whole thing yeah. was that last page and you're just like <laughs> Amazing. Whoa, yeah. Amazing. Love it. I'm going to read it again when I get home. <laughs> Do it. Might need to um, look into it. But we've got over time. Yes. And is that it? Have we made. Yeah, that was our whole list. I Damn. don't know. I had Best Trilogy. Oh, yeah, Best Trilogy. Well, you, you guys heard my answer last night. <laughs> Johnny English. Jeez. <laughs> Back to the Future, Indiana yeah. Jones, yeah. not including the fourth one because yeah. it doesn't exist. It got yeah. removed from my Blu-ray case. Three Flavors Cornetto <laughs> trilogy, original Star Wars, and I really like the Bourne films. Oh yeah, the Bourne oh, films are great. So you had three of mine: Back to the Future, Indiana Jones, and Star Wars originals. Yeah. I feel like our list was very similar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I like. Which and Rush Hour. Cool. Rush Hour was good. I told one of our friends, I was like, Fresh just, Fresh just said her favourite trilogy was Johnny English. I told Thorsey. Oh, yeah. And she was like, you know what? I mean, it's a solid, it's a solid comedy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Whenever you're like, down. It's pretty silly. No, that's the thing. Up. It is. It will always cheer you up. It's just mm. silly. Yeah. And it's one of those. Home Alone, another one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the third one sucked. Well, there's a fourth one as well. Oh. I mm. didn't even know there was a fourth one. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. first two are good. So yeah, that wraps up our little episode of um, what movies and actors and all sorts characters of and all sorts. Um, so yeah, thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having us back. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, again. This is the end of our season of season two. Oh yeah, yeah. and hopefully by next season, Freshta would have watched all of these scenes. <laughs> yeah, no, she will. I'll be bringing in Blu-rays. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Look, we're gonna get our place. We'll set up a little. Yeah, TV like cozy area, and then we'll just watch as much as we you can. No, you could quickly do. You could do like a movie review. Ooh, yeah. Anything new that's coming out that piques all of our interests, yeah. we can watch it and then discuss. Do a little review. Yeah, that like, sounds like a good at idea. Least have it as a segment. Mm-hmm. Can bring that in as a segment. Yeah, as we start trying try to do the weather segment. <laughs> <laughs> so the weather has been actually quite good. We're at fifteen degrees. It's really warm and stuffy outside, and then it started raining. Mm, and, I've got my brother. Um, it's a bit gross, I'm not going to lie, but it's sticky. It's oh, sticky yeah. on the tube. Oh, Congratulations on the umbrella. Yeah. Thank I've, you. I've, I've paid £9 pounds for oh. it, um, but I've got my Mercedes-Benz one today. Oh. Mm. Story behind that, my dad bought the car, got a free umbrella, sold the car back three months after. Kept the umbrella. Kept the umbrella. Legend. Yeah, he He got the whole thing just for the That's a lot of work to do for a work umbrella. I'm very expensive umbrella. Exactly, but the car was banging. It was an MG Mercedes C class. Then like it. And he got bored of it after three months. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna turn this off now. Sorry, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Bye.